Pelvic Posse, and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda Fisher. I've helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues, and it's totally my jam. Here, you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That's pee, poop, sex, and everything in between. You have a pelvic floor. Yes, you. We all do. And it's time to start talking about these issues that arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. I am so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. I am Dr. Amanda Fisher, owner and founder of Empower Your Pelvis, a pelvic floor physical therapy clinic in Kansas City. I sound a little rough around the edges today because I'm pretty sure I'm coming off a cold. I'm like begging myself that it's allergies is why I'm stuffy. But you know, I don't really know if I have summer allergies. I know I have allergies, but I don't know if it's summer allergies. So they're usually in the fall. So I want to blame them on allergies, but I need to um, understand that it might be a cold as well. So I might sound a little full up top. That is why. With this episode, I thought I've been contemplating on how I wanted to go about it. I wanted something to go with the 4th of July theme since that is this upcoming week of like spark it up in the bedroom, bring it back. But Gosh, over the last couple of weeks, this has been really on my mind and near and dear to my heart. I am a business owner. I've had struggles in my past and it hit me that I'm a 36-year-old woman and I've yet to go to therapy in my lifetime, which is kind of crazy. I went to a conference this summer, SSHC. It's full of healthcare providers. And I started talking to some friends about like, my gosh, here are the struggles I'm facing as an entrepreneur of feeling alone, feeling like I have no one to talk to. I'm not knowing fully how to process things out. I'm a people pleaser. I'm constantly asking for advice or justification on things because I don't want to make the wrong move. And my friends were so kind to open up and be like, yo, I think you should go meet so-and-so. She's our therapist and she's amazing. And she really helps entrepreneurs and business people process through their emotions. Because here in Kansas City, we have wonderful therapists, but a lot of them specialize in prenatal, postpartum, or sexual health. And I'm just not... I didn't feel drawn to those categories that I just... I just wanted to reach out and find somebody who could help out entrepreneurs and people dealing with crazy stuff in their brain like me. We got to today was my first session. So I'm coming off of that high of meeting with her. And it was absolutely amazing. But we kind of broke things down and realized like, number one, for those of you who don't know, I come from a dad who was an alcoholic or who is an alcoholic, was is, I'm not really quite sure anymore, who would leave when situations would get hard, would just up and walk away from the family for some time. And then quite frankly, abandoned my sister and I in my early 20s and hasn't really talked to us since then. So I I feel like my people pleasing what we were processing here. So I'm just I'm sharing my story in case anybody can relate because I just feel like more people should know to go to therapy to help you process this stuff out. But I was telling her my past trauma with that and she 
she mentioned like, you never went to therapy to help process through these emotions of dealing with that as a kid. And I'm like, no, I haven't. She's like, well, how did you process that? I journaled. She's like, how did you even figure out to journal? Well, my two aunts were high school and middle school counselors. And my one aunt, who was a middle school counselor, actually suggested to me to journal to get my thoughts out and my emotions and to help work, help me work through that. And that has been something that I've has stuck with me over the last couple of decades as I've been going through life. And it's how I process through my birth traumas with my kids was actually writing them out in a notebook, which I still have today. And when go go back and read and just the true raw emotion there is just insane. But realizing that I was people pleasing from a young age to try to keep the peace at the home. So there wouldn't be any fighting. So my dad wouldn't leave because if there was a fight, he would leave. So if I were to find like alcoholic bottles, I would either go hide them under my bed, which was dumb. I was a kid. I wasn't drinking alcohol, but I wanted to hide it to avoid a confrontation or just go hide them in a trash can at the very bottom. So my mom wouldn't find them to avoid a fight. So trying to people please from a a young age has then led into me still people pleasing in my third decade of life, but utilizing that and trying to people please within the company. So it's very interesting how I may not want to make hard decisions for the company or for patients because fear of them abandoning me. And so Golly, I just I feel like it's just fascinating if anybody hasn't gone to therapy or if you have gone to therapy, just the stuff that they can help you decipher. And she'd even mentioned like, this is stuff you can probably see with your patients. And it's so true. Like when it's someone else's issues or someone else's problem, you can see it from an outsider. Like this is our missing puzzle piece. Let's try to focus here. But myself in this situation going through it, like I didn't realize why I wasn't feeling worthy or my lack of self-esteem. I didn't know where it was coming from because I really enjoy being the hype positive person. But then when I'm alone with my thoughts, they're much different where it's more negative or my ego is trying to pull me down versus build me up. And that's not the person I enjoy being is that that negative person isn't me. I enjoy being the positive, optimistic, go-to bubbly person. And I want more of that. But I also want to feel, I guess, validated as well and feel confident in my decisions. So seeking out her help, this will be very interesting to see how this journey goes over the next couple of months and what might be happening in her clinic as that that goes down. Because I was even as talking to her, like she asked me, what are the core values for my company? And it hit me like one of my main core values with the company is work hard, play hard, which is while we're there at the clinic and we're during work hours, give it all you got, get everything done as much as we can, work hard. But then keeping our boundaries of like, when you leave the office, I don't want anybody working outside of work hours. If uh, they can get their notes done while they're at the office, get the notes done. Um, I don't want them emailing patients back. I want us to have set boundaries so people know like that we have lives too and that we need to reset when we step away in the evenings and on the weekends. That is time for us to regroup and build up our wellness side. But then as I'm explaining that and listening to her and we're working through things, I realized, I'm not doing that for myself anymore. I'm working nights and weekends processing insurance, communicating with billing things that need to get done or with patients trying to figure out who can pay what bill when. And I'm not 
within our core values of the business anymore. I have moved outside of that. And that's not fair to myself anymore because I don't want that of my PTs. I don't want that of my staff. So I shouldn't be allowing that to happen with myself. Because if it was another therapist or one of my employees doing that, I would straight up say like, this is not how we're supposed to be doing this. And we need to figure out how to get it done within the work timeframe. So yeah, I'm being very transparent today with this, hoping to learn to set boundaries because I don't even know how to set boundaries, which is insane. Because as a mom and an employer, like my schedule really goes around my kids, my family, my work. And then I don't even know where I fit into that anymore. I've kind of lost myself over the last couple of years, especially with COVID. Like I feel like it's just been a fire hose just flooding my face recently. And I'm just running nonstop. So I'm really hoping I can figure out how to set boundaries. If you guys have any advice, comment below. Let me know what you're doing. Brene Brown comes to my mind. I love her TED Talk. I have a couple of her books, but I have not allowed myself to read her books yet. I think I'm just avoiding them, avoiding the conflict of what may happen if I open them. And I know now I need to read them to truly be vulnerable and figure out how to not people please so much and have to justify everything. And it's okay for people not to like me because I struggle with that. I struggle with people not liking me and needing to leave. And that all goes back to my childhood. So yeah, I thank you all if you've sat in and listened to this, my little therapy regroup after my therapy session, but it'll be interesting to see how everything unfolds over the next couple months as I go through this. Again, let me know your tips and tricks on therapy. If you've been to therapy, your positive, optimistic side of therapy. And if you're an entrepreneur or business person, or just a parent or just a human that needs to figure out who you are, you know, seek help for that. It seems like there's a therapist for every type of person out there. So... Yeah. Thank you all for chiming in. I'm Dr. Mina Fisher with Empower Your Pelvis. And I'm sorry, there is no pelvic health terminology on this, except that I need to make sure I make more time for my pelvic floor on my breathing mobility stuff, because that is time that I really enjoy for myself as well as journaling. I'm going to start my journaling up again, because I have neglected that over the last couple of years too. I quit during COVID, which at all times I should have been journaling, but I did. I quit prior to COVID um, being consistent with my journaling. So it's time to get back to that. If journaling works for you, let me know that too. All right, guys, have a fabulous day. And there you go with my vulnerability. Hopefully, y'all, um, here I am trying to people, please. I'm asking you to accept me for this podcast episode. <laughs> have a great day, everybody. Happy 4th of July. Bye. Hey, Pelvic Posse. I want to thank you so much for joining into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Can I ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review telling them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health? And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all your visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to also watch. 
Thank you so much again and make sure to give your pelvis some love. Until next time, peace out, pelvic posse.